You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. I am just pumped for this episode. I know I say it every episode. I don't care. I'm always pumped. I love the episodes I've been putting out lately. I feel like they keep on getting better and better. I don't know. Maybe I'm just liking it more and more. Who knows? But today is going to be a unique episode. Now, what you're going to be going through today is a little journey. First, I'm going to be actually putting an audio recording of a real approach that I did when I was in New York City just uh, a few weeks ago. So this is from 2022, this approach. And I recorded myself going out doing a bunch of approaches. What I'm actually going to be doing is updating my video courses. One's called Hooked. You might already have it. Another one is called Infield Breakdown. You might have that as well. And I'm going to be putting in these hidden camera HD approaches that I got. And today I decided, you know what? I kind of want to just leak one out and I want you to hear it. It's very short. It's um, about a minute and a half. And it's a example of a very simple approach. Very minimal flirting, if at all. Pretty straight to the point. And you're going to hear it in clear, crisp sound. And you're going to hear what it's like to do an approach from beginning to end. With a just quick sequence where you just ask a couple of questions and then boom, you get the number. Why am I putting this out there today and why am I doing it on this episode? Well, on this episode, as you know, we're talking about approach anxiety. So if you're listening to this and have approach anxiety, I'm putting this approach on there as a way to motivate you and also learn what an approach sounds like. Again, a very simple one. Nothing that is too crazy, just very simple beginning to end. And yes, of course, I should mention this is 100% real. This is all hidden camera and you are going to hear it from beginning to end. And I want it to motivate you. I want it to push you to say, hey, that wasn't so bad. Now, I also want to remind you, before I did this approach, I did about, I don't know, probably before this one, maybe 15 or 16. So I was pretty warmed up. And I had to get through some of my just minor anxiety that day. Of course, no matter what, whenever we all go out and approach, even though I've been doing this for several years, you still get that anxiety. I've just now translated it to excitement. And so it doesn't feel like anxiety anymore. And I should also mention, even in this approach specifically, there, there's zero anxiety because I've been doing it all day. So I've been doing it for a couple of hours and I'm very warmed up. And I would say it's a pretty smooth approach. Again, very simple, very short and to the point. And I want to get you out there and I want to get you doing an approach so you know that it's really not that big of a deal. And now again, I was rejected many times before I did this one. And that's going to happen. You're going to get rejected when you go out and when you talk to women. And I want you to get through that so then you can go out and after getting through some rejections, finally get to a point where you do get a number from a woman. And it is possible. Now, I want to say this as well. 
a lot of guys might, you might hear this approach and might go, Trip, this is nothing special. I, I can't believe you even got the girl's number. Uh, did she even respond? And did this, did this actually work? So I will say this. First of all, yes, it did work. I did end up setting up a date with her or at least going through the process. I have a girlfriend, well, fiance actually. And I didn't actually end up meeting up with her, but I did do a full sequence over text to see, well, first of all, to mainly teach you because I actually screenshotted all of the text messages that I sent to women were closed so you can see what it's like and learn how to go from number to date. But this one did turn into an actual date. And so this one did work. And you again, you might think, how did this work? Because you're going to hear it and say that was way too simple. It worked because think of it like online dating. This is almost the same thing as online dating, but it's even better. So for example, online dating, what happens? You go on the app, you see someone's picture, or you'll see a few of them, you'll read a little bio, maybe and at this point, even though not many people are doing it, but a hinge has an opportunity where you can hear someone speak. Surprised they don't have video yet, but yeah, you can hear someone speak in a prompt. That's really it, right? Most people aren't doing those audio prompts, so you can just see some pictures, and then you swipe right or left. This is the exact same thing, but even more. You're going up to a woman, and she's experiencing your personality. Even if it's through these really kind of mundane, boring, generic questions, it's still getting to know you, experiencing you, experiencing your confidence And she gets to do all the normal things. She sees what you look like and she gets to, you know, hear you. Maybe she asks you a couple questions back. I don't think that she actually ended up asking any questions back. And, and so my point is, is that it's the same idea. So you can go out and do that, but it gives you a leg up because a woman might swipe left on you on a dating app, but when she meets you in person, well, voila, all of a sudden she's interested because she gets to experience you rather than see just a picture of you and maybe the picture isn't that good. So that is the idea and it's a numbers and volume game. You can go out, you can say a couple words. I'm being a little bit exaggeratory here, but uh, you can basically just ask a couple questions and then get a number like you're going to hear right now. So why don't we jump into that real quick and then we'll pop back over to me and I'll introduce more of this episode. Excuse me. Hi. Hi. Hey, two seconds. I just wanted to come say hi and meet you. Oh, hi. Where are you from? Um, Ohio. Ohio? Are you visiting? No, I live here. Oh, you live here. Mm-hmm. Nice. What do you do? Um, I work in fashion in fashion just like everyone here yeah it's crazy yeah nice what do you like to do for fun when you're not working cook cook mm-hmm. you like to cook italian food don't you uh, it depends it depends <laughs> what's your favorite dish to make uh, i mean it changes all the time i feel like right now it's like breakfast food breakfast food mm-hmm. will you come home from work and make eggs and hash browns I'm plant-based, so I don't eat eggs. Oh, really? Plant-based. How long have you been doing that for? Um, 
in like a few years. You look like someone who might just like devour a cheeseburger, but I guess I'm totally wrong on that. Maybe fun drinking, yeah. Okay, yeah. nice. Well, I gotta go, but I don't need some cool. We should grab a drink sometime. Would you be down? Okay. okay. Sure. What area do you live in? I live in Seaport. In Seaport. So I am gonna move here in a week. So I actually don't have Chicago. What's your name? Carmen. Carmen, I'm Trip. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Here, put your number and we'll grab a drink sometime. Okay, so maybe we'll hang out and if we're gonna eat anything, it will not be meat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Cool. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Yeah, have take it easy. Night. You too. If I had to rate myself on that approach, I'd probably give myself a B plus. It's not an A plus. It's a B plus. I think that my tonality was off a couple times. I'm always trying to talk in and teaching you to talk in downward tonality. So at the end of every sentence, it goes down in inflection. There was a few times where I didn't do that or else. I'm trying to think. I'm always trying to, and this is what you should be doing too, always trying to Think about what you could do better. There was a couple times, and I I saw myself doing this a lot that day. It it was just my tick of the day, and I only had one day to record all this. So if I did it again, I would definitely fix this. I tend to repeat, and it's not the end of the world. I'm just being a little picky, but this is what I would say to you. If you showed me a recording, I would say, uh, you know, don't repeat so much of what they say. I didn't do it too much here, but I'd repeat it. So they'd say, you know, I think she said, oh, I'm a vegetarian or or I'm plant-based or something. And then I'd go, oh, plant-based. So I'd repeat what they said. Sometimes that's good. So sometimes that is actually a technique where sometimes it's good to repeat what they say because it it shows that you're paying attention and it also reinforces that you're just in the moment with them. And also when you do that, it actually slows you down a little bit. But, however, after I saw myself doing it quite a bit, it felt more of like a filler word, almost like using like, and I just did it there, like using like, or um, there's likes and ums, and maybe you say, oh, cool, or a lot, or something like that. It's felt like a filler word. Either way, it did work. It lent itself to a number, and it lent itself to setting up a date. And it's interesting, too. You'd be surprised how even a short little approach like that could lend itself to a date. Sometimes you'll do longer approaches where they don't lend itself to dates. You'll talk to them for 10 minutes, you'll get a number, and then she just doesn't respond. So it depends on what you're going for. If you're going for, hey, I just want to get out there and get a lot of numbers and set a bunch up, it can work, no problem. And then other times, it does help if you stick in the approach for a little bit. It kind of all depends. So it's for you to test out and it also depends on your lifestyle and what you want to do. Some people want to do an approach and they want to talk and practice their flirting and get to a point where they're really connecting with the person. But it doesn't always guarantee that you're going to have a number that converts. It's for you to test and it's for everyone to test. So that's a good example And you are probably thinking, well, Trip, thought this episode was about approach anxiety, not just approaches. Well, of course, and it is all connected. So what you're about to listen to in just a minute here is an old episode, but boy, is it powerful. It's an episode from 2015 that 
has some low download numbers. As you know, recently I've been going into the How to Talk to Girls podcast archive, picking out some of the older episodes. Not all old. This one's an old one. This is 2015. So this is the oldest one I picked out in a while. But older episodes that have not gotten the download numbers, it's usually just be, well, some of them, they just, they got buried, right? When I first started my podcast, it wasn't getting the kinds of download numbers that we get today. And it's a shame because that was a great episode, but not a shame anymore because now you get to hear it. And I go over all these different ways that you can think about approach anxiety and how to eliminate approach anxiety and mindsets around approach anxiety. We even go into some deep psychological stuff. I give you some homework, all really good stuff. I listened to the whole thing and it is something that should not be buried and something that you should listen to if you have approach anxiety. So hopefully this is a nice little nugget of an episode for you because you got to hear an approach that motivates you. Now you get to work through some of your extreme approach anxiety with some of the tips that I'm about to give you from an older episode. And maybe it's something that you can come back to later on as you continue your journey with talking to and meeting women. Like I said, this approach and others are going to be in my future programs. If you're interested in getting those, you can get those today and the upgrade will just happen automatically for you because it's videos in a members area where we're always updating my programs. You can go to getherhooked.com to get the video course to learn about how to meet and attract women. And eventually we'll put some approaches in there. And I say eventually, give me like a, a month, month or two, and we will eventually completely redo and upgrade my infield breakdown program where it's hidden camera approaches and you can see all of them and then me breaking it down. So it'd kind of be like I did earlier. Remember a second ago, I said, oh, I could have fixed this. I could have fixed that. But you'll get full breakdowns of every single one. You can get that today. It's just not the latest version. It's kind of like a V1 and you can check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to grab that. Or if you get hooked, you will see it as another option. So once you get hooked, it gives you some options to get more courses. And one of them is infield breakdown. So those are in the show notes. And I say we get into it. Now let's move into the rest of the episode talking about working through your approach anxiety. Here is older, or I should say younger, but old trip. Let's move on to today's episode. We're talking about approach anxiety, the truth about approach anxiety. Now, I've touched upon this a little bit before in the podcast and some of the earlier episodes, if you go ahead and check that out, but I want to dive more into it because I know that, that a lot of guys, and you especially, might have a lot of trouble with approaching girls. And if you're listening to this podcast, this episode then you definitely do have trouble still approaching women because otherwise you wouldn't be clicking to listen. You'd be like, oh, approach anxiety. I don't have that. Let's listen to another episode. So you have it. You want to know how to conquer it and what to do about it. Okay. Well, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to give you some tips, give you some tricks and help you defeat this approach anxiety once and for all. Now, before I get into that, what I want to do is I want to play a voicemail that we got from a caller. His name is Marshall. He's actually called in before. And uh, I love his questions. He just has really unique questions, really interesting way of stating things. He's he's very real. He's very honest. And I appreciate those types of questions from listeners. 
And again, if you want to get your question answered, just go ahead and call. It's free, 323-432-0025. So what I'm about to do is play for you Marshall's voicemail. It's about 30 seconds long. And he's going to ask his question, and I'm going to talk about it, and then we'll go into some approach anxiety tips. So take a listen. Hey, Tripp. This is Marshall. I'm 33 years old, and I'm calling from Philadelphia, PA. And I had a quick question. It might be a lengthy topic, but I was wondering how you, and if you had any tips on how to become more comfortable in expressing your desire to women on a basic level. Because for me, when I see an attractive woman out on the street or even a picture on a billboard or a magazine, in myself, I feel the desire initially. And then I almost feel like something inside me pull back a little bit and kind of, I guess, repress how I'm feeling and how I want to sort of express myself or enjoy that desire. And really, it puts me in an uncomfortable mind state for making an approach or for talking to a woman. And I feel like it really hinders me. So if you could give me a tip on how to address that, that would be really great. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. Marshall, super, super brave of you to go ahead and and ask that question in the way that you did. Now, you didn't ask about approach anxiety specifically, but that's kind of what I'm taking from it because what's happening is you got this desire inside of you. You want to go and you want to talk to a girl, right? Just like you, the listener right now, you might have that same thing, right? Is that you want to go over and talk to a girl, but something inside of you stops you. Now, Marshall, it's really cool that you've kind of taken it to the next level here. It sounds like you're very in touch with your body and your emotions because you've said something that I don't really hear many men say. You said like you have the desire, you feel the desire, and you want to be comfortable with expressing that desire. A lot of men don't actually think that way, and I didn't either. I did not think that way many years ago. I just thought, I have approach anxiety. I get nervous, I can't talk to girls. That was pretty much it for me. But you have it in this in this different way where you're like, I have that feeling inside of me and it, it needs to like be released. The woman needs to hear it, but you feel uncomfortable. Like something is agitating you, like you can't get it out. Something is hindering you from saying it and it's also hindering your progress with women. So let's talk about it for a second. Let's get deep here. Now, Marshall, there's a few things, you know, I don't want to just go ahead and say, oh, you've approached anxiety just like every other guy in the typical way that you might have approached anxiety that you're just kind of scared of rejection. But there might be something deeper here. Now, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a doctor. I've I've learned a lot about psychology. But again, this is not like a real diagnosis here. But there is a possibility and you might want to see a psychologist to, to get this a little bit more figured out. But for you specifically, Marshall, and maybe for you listening right now, listening to this podcast episode, you know, there might be something deep down inside where maybe as a child, you weren't actually able to speak your desires or speak your mind. I don't know for sure. You know, maybe your parents shut you up when you were a kid or they didn't react positively to you expressing your needs, wants, and desires. Okay. So for a lot of men, if you and women included, if you get repressed as a child, And again, that can be a lot of things also. It may not just be your parents. It may be religion. You know, there's a lot of people who are very religious and, and uh, hey, you know, I'm personally not very religious, but if you are, that's okay too. I've just 
I just heard that, you know, a lot of religions repress that sexuality inside of you. They kind of, they make you feel guilty for feeling sexual and make you feel guilty for masturbating. There's some religions out there like uh, very, very, very Orthodox Jews They don't even touch women. You can't touch a woman until I believe you get married, maybe when you're dating someone, but pretty much not. I mean, I'm come from a Jewish background, so I know a little bit about that. I don't know much about like the Catholic background, but I think there's a lot of guilt associated around sex and desire. And that has influenced a lot of people. And obviously, right, because you're you're listening to that stuff as a child in your formative years. And what happens? It's hard for you to speak the desire to women. It's hard for you to connect emotionally to other people because you were always told that it was wrong. And even though maybe at this point in your life, you're like, oh, well, it's it's not wrong. Like, you know, it's not wrong. You're okay with it. Maybe you're not religious anymore. Maybe you've gotten over, you know, what your parents have said to you, all those things. It's possible that logically, you know, I'm cool. I want to do it. I'm okay with doing it. I don't feel guilt surrounded by it, but you still can't. You still can't because it's so deeply ingrained into your psychology, into your subconscious that you're not able to, to physically say the things that you want to say to women and make the approach and do all those things. Now that's, that's one big reason. Another reason why you still feel that you can't express your desires, you see, you know, a billboard of a hot girl, all these things, is this fear of rejection, right? And this comes from stuff that I've studied and learned about. Maybe you've heard about this, but I guess back in in the tribal, the tribal days, okay, we were only around so many women, right? We were only around so many women. So if we got rejected from a woman, within our tribe, that was pretty much it. I think it even goes further as like you would die off, like meaning that if you ended up not being able to have the support from the tribe and be able to be with your tribe, then you'd be all alone, right? So this loneliness being all alone meant death because you needed the support from other people. Okay. These days we don't really need that anymore, right? We can survive on our own. It's fine. There's, it's a big world. There's many resources It's not like it was thousands and thousands of years ago. So that leads us to today in terms of our evolutionary psychology is that we're afraid to get rejected and we're afraid to talk to women and be shut down, right? It's, I mean, it's as simple as that. So, so why am I going into that? Why am I telling you why? Why am I, why am I telling you, the listener, why? the reasons why we have this fear and the reasons why we don't spit out our desires. Well, that's the first step in being able to get over a fear or a challenge or tackle an issue is you need to be able to understand why this stuff happens. So you can hopefully have an aha moment like I used to that was like, oh, so I'm not like, you know, this shitty person or I'm not a freak. Like, okay, I get it. Like, this is why it's happening, right? Like, it's almost like it kind of makes you feel good. Like, you're almost comforted by the fact that, well, first of all, I'm telling you that you're not alone. This is completely normal. And you're like, all right, so this is this is why this is happening, right? Like, it makes sense to you now. This is why you have that approach anxiety or Marshall. This is why you're not able to express your desires to the women that you find attractive, right? And it's an ego thing, right? Our ego... Our ego, it doesn't want to get shut down. 
It doesn't. It wants to feel good all the time. And how does it feel good? Well, it feels good when it's liked and when it's loved and when it's desired. Okay, so that's why we don't want that rejection because it means we're not loved and desired and we want to feel that way ourselves. So remember, it's your ego trying to survive and stay alive. It wants to be liked and it's up to you to be able to kind of work on removing that ego. And this is something that I'm actually working on right now. It's it's a lot of meditation. It's a lot of uh, spiritual type work and working on yourself to be able to remove that part of you that needs that, okay? Because you don't need that. You don't need to get that validation from every single person, okay? You don't. It's only the ego that wants it. And that's the thing. We want to be validated. We believe that if we get rejected from a woman, especially one that's pretty, that means that, hey, all women feel that way. We're not good enough. We're not good enough to attract that type of woman. You know, it's like it's almost like we're doing our own terrible experiments where we go out and approach a girl, we talk to a girl and it goes wrong. And then we make all these terrible assumptions like, see, I suck. I'm not good at this. Women don't like me. Pretty women aren't interested in me, blah, 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 right? All these things, which then, then what does that happen? What happens there? What happens is you spiral down into this world of negativity where you can't get over it. And then you're like, okay, I'm done. This stuff doesn't work. And then you stop listening to podcasts like these and you kind of give up. Now, how do I know that so well? Well, I'll tell you, I experienced it myself. Okay. I experienced it myself. That's why I know this stuff so well is because I went through it. I was you. I was the guy who had major approach anxiety. I could not talk to a woman for the life of me without getting hammered drunk. And even if I was hammered drunk, it was still difficult, right? That's how bad it was. I know a lot of people out there who who would get really drunk and have no problem. They're the life of the party. Talk to everyone. And even when I did that, it still didn't work. It was so bad. And here's the weird part too, is I'm an extrovert. Okay. So a lot of people are like, oh, it's easy for extroverts and introverts are more shy. And if you are an introvert, check out my YouTube channel. I got a really good video explaining how to meet women if you're an introvert, but I'll just say this real quick now. It was pretty crazy that an extrovert like myself, someone who likes to be around people, was really shy to to still talk to women. That's how deeply ingrained this stuff is, man. It's so, so far ingrained in your psyche. doesn't matter what your personality is like. You can still have that fear. Now, not everyone has that fear. You know, it all depends on how you were raised and things like that. But I had it. And, you know, there was times when I gave up. I remember when I would go out to the bars to practice this stuff, Back in like, I don't even know, 2006, 2007, 2008, like when I was starting around there. I mean, I had the worst time ever. I remember I would go out to the bar. I remember like my first night out. I remember it clearly. Here's a little story. Okay, here's a little story back in in Tripp's day. Okay, before he was, way before he was teaching this stuff. Back in Tripp's day, what was happening was I would go out just to practice getting over approach anxiety. And I mean, I was going out for like, I'd be out for four hours with a wingman, by the way. And so, yeah, so four hours, here I am, Mr. Extrovert with the wingman. What more can you need? I wasn't drinking though, because I was trying to do this stuff sober. And what happens? What happens is I only approach 
one or two women, and guess what those approaches were? Like a wave high on the street as they passed by. I mean, oh, I cringe just saying it right now. Like, how cringeworthy is that? It is. I mean, I still feel for myself, and you know, that's I gave it my best at, at that point, and I got better, obviously, to be at the point where I am today. But still, that's how bad it was for me. Is that you? Is that how you feel too? I mean, man, I relate to you. I couldn't say hi to a girl for the life of me. So, okay, we're we're about what eighteen minutes in, and you're probably like, "Great trip." I understand it's a problem. I know why it's happening. Let's get into it. Like, how does this stuff work? How can I get over it? How did I get over it? Okay, so we're going to go into that right now. And so, hopefully, by me telling you my story and some of the things that I did, I'm hoping that it's going to inspire you to work on getting over approach anxiety. I hope that. It shows you what to do, and most importantly, what I hope it does is it proves to you that's that's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to prove to you that you can defeat it and that it is possible, and to prove to you that women are not as scary as you think. Okay, so what did I do back in the day? Like I said, and in the late uh, zero zeros, when I was working on this stuff, I would go out those nights right with a wingman. Sometimes alone, trying to get over it, and I had the worst nights of my life when I first started, and I almost wanted to give up. I was, I was about to give up. In fact, no, wait, hold on, I did give up. Now I'm remembering, I did give up, and I went to online dating. When online dating was like just starting to get more popular, I was like, all right, there's this online dating thing. How great is this? I don't have to approach anymore. I can just go online. So I go on online dating, did it for a month, paid for it, and guess what? It was awesome <laughs> at first. It was awesome. Look at this. I, I got dates. I even hooked up with a bunch of girls. Like, how amazing is this, right? Now you're thinking, well, trip. Why didn't you just keep online dating? It sounds amazing. Well, here's the problem: is that after a while, you kind of get sick of it. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't really meet the most quality women. Yeah, sure, some were cute, and then others were like not so cute. I wasn't attracted to them, but they were really cool. But I was like, all right, I kind of want like a woman who's cool and cute, right? I'm sure that's what we're all looking for. And I was on the on the site, and it just didn't really work out. Just couldn't find that woman. Yeah, maybe I just didn't give it enough time. But it was a month that went by that I was on the website, and I was like, you know what? This is this is not the answer. I like got back into the realization that I have to go back out there and actually talk to girls and meet girls and go to over approach anxiety. It was like the worst realization ever because I was so happy that I could leave and crawl into my hole and go on my computer and talk to girls and not have to go out there and actually interact with them. So now I'm like, oh fuck, I got to go back out there. There's nothing I can do. So after like a couple of days of just torture of figuring out all right i guess i'm just gonna go out there it's like what's the worst can happen at this point i'm gonna go out there and try it what else am i gonna do sit at home i don't like online dating there's no other ways to meet women really that i knew of at that point it's like all right do this and maybe fail maybe succeed at least i have more of a chance succeeding at that at that point than not doing anything at all right so went back on my journey And I started going out again. And at this point, I made a little bit more of a goal for myself. I said, "Okay, I'm going to make a set number of women that I need to say hi to, or approach, or talk to to get over this approach anxiety. And I'm not going to drink. And I'm going to do it more than once a week, right? Because what's normal, right? Going out on the weekend, especially if you have a job. And I was in my 20s. 
in my like early 20s. So I was like, all right, I guess I got to, you know, do something that most people don't do to get this part figured out was go out during the weekdays. And I'll tell you a little quote that I heard years later that really resonated with me. And I think it's going to resonate with you too. And the quote is this successful people do what unsuccessful people are unwilling to do. I'll say it again. Successful people do what unsuccessful people are unwilling to do. So that just means that the successful people in life are doing the stuff that everyone else is too lazy or scared to do. Right? So that's what I had to do. I had to kind of jump out of my comfort zone and say, hey, all right, let's up this. Let's do three to four times per week. Let's go out. And that's what I did. I went out uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, or what is it? Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, right? Because those were some of the more popular times to go out in Los Angeles. And I went out as much as I could and slowly, like painfully slowly, but who cares at this point, right? Because it worked. Painfully slowly, every day that I went out, I'd get just like a little bit better. And I would talk to one more girl and approach one more girl and talk to another prettier girl and then talk to another girl that I was attracted to and more and more and more until I got over the anxiety And then I'd be able to work on flirting with them and talking to them and holding longer conversations and getting their numbers and getting dates. And this is a long journey that I went on to the point where I was like, all right, let's take this to the next level where I'd go out seven days a week for like three weeks straight. And I did that like a few times. Okay. And you might be thinking like, whoa, that's crazy. And it is kind of crazy, but again, successful people do what unsuccessful people are unwilling to do. And that's what I did, right? And I, and it, you know, I wasn't innovating. I heard of people doing this. It wasn't like, you know, I came up with this method of going out all the time. I heard other people doing it and I saw them being successful. So I was like, whoa, all right, this has got to be the way to do it. Like just put more effort into it, right? You want to get good at guitar? You're going to get good practicing 30 minutes a week for a year? Eh, you'll get okay. Yeah, sure, you'll get okay. But what if you practiced an hour every day? You practice an hour every day for two weeks straight, you'll be better than doing a half an hour once a week for a year. I guarantee that. So it's just about putting your time in, put the effort in, okay? And here's the beauty of it. You get to listen to this podcast to kind of understand more about how this works and understand what you need to do to kind of shortcut it a little bit. All my episodes are just talking about tips and shortcuts. I didn't really have a lot of this stuff. There was stuff out there, don't get me wrong, the game, mystery method, you know, some of that other stuff. I couldn't relate to it, honestly. Don't get me wrong, some of that stuff is like really innovative and and really ahead of its time and it was the first stuff that ever went out there and, and all that blah, blah, blah nonsense. But it just, it wasn't for me. I wanted to do this and just be me and be real, right? So I had to do it more in terms of a natural way, right? Okay, we're getting off topic here. So let's go back into to more about approach anxiety. So so that's what I did. So that's what I want you to do, right? I want you to go out. I want you to be able to go out more and make the time to go out and take the baby steps that you need to take, right? Those baby steps are what? Well, saying hi to a girl as she walks by, making conversation with the bartender, working those social muscles, right? That's going to be the way that you're going to go and defeat approach anxiety, right? Jumping in. I heard another tip somewhere. I forgot where this comes from. But another tip is approach anxiety is very similar to jumping into a cold pool or a cold shower. 
You know that it's not going to kill you, but it's just going to be uncomfortable. What happens? You wait. Imagine turning on the shower. It's freezing cold. And you're like, you want to jump in. But what happens? Like, you can't do it right away because you know how cold it's going to be. But it doesn't kill you. No. It doesn't hurt you. No. Just uncomfortable. So I even heard this method of actually jumping into a shower, cold shower, right? Jump into a cold shower. Because once you're in there, it's it's fine after a couple minutes, right? But that's going to be even harder for you to do than approach a girl. Okay? So I want you to try that. Now, Marshall, you were talking about desire a little bit. I want to talk about that. You know, you might be feeling the same way as Marshall, where you're like, you want to you wanna be able to, to show your desire for a woman. You want to be able to, to not just feel the desire, but be able to release it and let her know how you feel. But you're scared to do it. Well, this is going to come down to really being inside of your body and being inside of the moment, okay? So what a lot of us do is we tense up throughout the day. We're really, really tense. We have bad posture, bad body language, and we hold in our emotions, hold in our feelings, and we don't allow ourselves to feel it. Now, I know this is kind of borderline getting a little cheesy here, but but it's the truth, man. It's it's the truth. We, we just kind of like... We don't allow ourselves to feel our emotions. We numb ourselves. We drink alcohol. We eat bad food. We do all these things that don't allow us to really feel and be in that present moment. So how are you going to get over this? Well, a lot of it's going to be meditation, which I know I I spot out a lot in terms of my advice on podcasts is, is meditating more, right? But it's not necessarily sitting there and meditating and just focusing on your breathing and trying to be present. But focus on how you're feeling. Like, what are the feelings inside of your body? What's the desire you feel? Like, walk into that desire. Like, you ever feel really horny and you don't really, well, you're not really thinking about this, right? But think about the time when you're just like really horny. The next time you get horny and you're just like, you're feeling horny, right? What is that feeling? If I ask you that right now, you probably don't really know. You're like, I don't know. I'm just kind of horny. Like, what do you mean? Well, really get in touch with that sensation. I bet you it's something you haven't been in touch with, right? Just sit there for a second, close your eyes and be like, where is the horniness coming from? Is it coming from my my penis? Is it coming from my brain? Is it coming from my stomach? Is it coming from my overall body, my chest? Is it in my legs? Like, where is that feeling? Close your eyes and feel it. You're going to notice that you can actually feel it in parts of your body. You're going to become more aware of the sensations in your body that are feeling this emotion. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to get inside of your body and really feel it. Pinpoint where the desire is and accept it. Let it be. Let it take over you. It's okay. It's okay to have those desires. It's okay to have those emotions. Let it just kind of ride, you know? Don't stop it. Don't be scared of it. Let it be part of you. And then let it flow through you like an electricity. And the next time that you talk to a woman, don't hold it back. Now, I mean feeling-wise. Of course, I don't want you to go over to a woman and say, you know what, I'm horny, babe. Right? Obviously, you don't want to do that. That's not going to work. That's not how you talk to girls. Why? Well, hopefully you know why. I feel like I need to explain this for a second for the guys who are like, why can't you just say that? You don't want to jump ahead or jump the gun and get really intense with showing your emotions right away because she doesn't know you, so it's going to come off creepy, Okay. But what I, what I don't want you to do is, is hold back the feelings in your body. Just kind of let it go through you and be comfortable with it and be okay with it and be calm with it. So that's the key, okay? Listen, listen closely right now. 
I'm going to wake you up. I don't, I don't know if you've, you've kind of you've fell off or you're still listening, but let me wake you up for a second. Hear me out. Let yourself feel it through your body and let it be something that you're comfortable with. Let it calm your body and not tense your body. Okay, that's what I want it to do. So that when you talk to women, you're able to have a conversation with her. Some of that stuff is going to come out. I mean, like it's going to come out in your body language. It's going to come out in in your eye contact. You're going to start showing her this desire because you're comfortable with it. And then because you're comfortable with it, you're going to be comfortable flirting with her. And you're going to be comfortable taking conversation to a, a sexual level with her. And you're going to be able to ask her out because you're not going to hold back. You're not going to tense your body, but you're letting it just kind of relax. And you're breathing and you're not judging it and you're okay with it. And you're comfortable with your sexuality and your feelings and your emotions. You're in touch with them. Is this starting to make sense a little bit? Are you starting to, starting to get this? It's about relaxing into your body being okay with the fact that you feel a sexual desire for another person. You're fucking human for crying out loud. You're human. Let me tell you, it's okay to feel this stuff. It's okay to have the approach anxiety. But I don't want it to cripple you and stop you from taking action. So walk over to that woman that you want to talk to. Be okay with how you feel. Understand that she might reject you, she might not. Start a conversation with her and make her day. It sounds simple. I know I'm making it sound so simple. And then once you're in the moment, you're kind of like freaked out. And like, it's not going to work. But just breathe. And remember that it's not going to be this crazy bad rejection. It's going to be okay. I have a lot of beautiful female friends. I'm talking like gorgeous top 10 models. Okay. And I mean, these women tell me all the time, all the time that they wish men would come and approach them. They wish that a man would come over and start a conversation with them and give them a chance. Cause you know why? You know who, you know the types of guys that she's around? If she's single, she's around a lot of guys that are like they're friends with her and they're just trying to be friends with her to get into her pants. And then what happens? Well, they're friend zoned and all of a sudden they confess their undying love for her. And then what happens? She's like, oh, what? I thought we were friends. And the guys are just kind of tiptoeing around the whole situation. They don't want a guy to tiptoe into their life. They want a guy to come in and take charge and say, hey, this is it. I'm the man for you. That's what they want. They want that confidence. They want you to walk over. They want to feel your presence. They want to feel your sexuality. They want to feel your desire They want it. Okay? Don't listen to what anyone else says. Listen to me right now. They want it. Okay? I know. I know. I know. Because I've been doing this for years. Okay? All you can do is trust me at this point. But I'm going to give you some homework. I know it's been a few episodes since I've given you homework. And we've kind of loosened up on the structure here. But I'm I'm just kind of having fun with these little rants. And I hope they've been helping you. If you have any comments or any questions, go ahead and, and leave a review and let me know about that. But I'm going to give you some homework. What I want you to do is I want you this week, okay? Because you're, you're hopefully you're listening to this on, the, on the, the day of the release. And if you're not, it's okay either. I don't care what day it is. I just want you seven days from now, okay? 
like these next seven days, I want you to just feel your body, feel your emotions. Don't judge them. Feel yourself. Feel the things that are going on inside of your mind. Give yourself permission. Tell yourself, hey, it's okay. I can deal with it. I'm all right. This is normal. And then I want you to approach just one woman. If you can do that, I promise you, if you can just do that, just one woman this week, and just going up to her and starting any conversation, hey, you look nice, I'd come over and say hi, or asking her something about what she's wearing, or maybe you're at a bar and you go up to her and her friends, whatever it is, do one approach, see how it goes, okay? And listen, you might get rejected. It's possible, okay? It's possible. But don't you think it's worth it to go over and get rejected for the for that larger chance that it actually might work out? I'm talking a gamble here. The gambling is in your favor, okay? You will most likely not... Most guys don't get rejected. You know what happens? Most guys just walk away. That's what happens. Most guys just go over, they start a conversation, and they eject because they're scared they don't know what to do next, okay? I promise you, if you get to the point where you stay in there and you're talking to the woman and you don't eject, your chances of getting her number and seeing her again are way higher. Now, to even make that even higher, again, listen to the episodes of this podcast, right? Get the free gift at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. Get that stuff so you can learn more about it and tighten up some of your skills. But this week, don't worry about that. Okay, this week, just go over, talk to one woman. If you can do that, I'm going to applaud you, my friend. Big, big, big accomplishment. Okay? So I hope that helps. We're going to wrap up the episode here. TripAdvice.com slash podcast dash gift to get your free gift. Don't forget to subscribe to the episode. Uh, I'm sorry, to the podcast. And if you like the episodes, leave me a review. I love reading them. I read every single one of them. They're awesome. I want to hear your feedback. Okay? And uh, if it's a really awesome one i'll even read it here right on the podcast so go ahead leave a review subscribe thanks for being a listener and yeah i just wish you luck this week you know go get them do your one approach feel everything and i'll see you on the next episode you've been listening to how to talk to girls don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com Ha, 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 ha.